Howdy, everybody. Welcome back to your favorite daytime, nighttime radio show. I'm your co-host, Ed Milligan. And I'm your co-host, Moss. And this is Slide Rock Radio. Some funny laugh. I just no, I just thought bogs is like nobody no one says that. Anyway. Whatever. <laughs> that, was, that was stupid. <laughs> I don't know why I laughed at that. Yeah. Apologies. Uh we did not we were not on the air last week. Uh we were at the Cuyahoga Cryptid Convention in Cleveland. Mm. Learning about all sorts of things about the industry. Learning about all sorts of creep seeds. Yeah. You know, refining the craft, hearing about uh, from special people all across the great states. Certainly. Special people, yeah. Um, yeah. How art thou? Uh, Ed? Upset because I left my mic in Cleveland. So apologies if the audio is a little weird today. I left my living situation in Cleveland as well, so I'm currently recording in a car in a parking garage. (laughs) If you hear a a little, like, every once in a while, there's a great chance that that's a car. We're in shambles. (laughs) The the podcast has really gone downhill on episode, like, four. (laughs) A disastrous trip to Cleveland is all it took to really... Just kill everything. Kill us. We're yeah. Dead. Just remember, there's... Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, um, uh, do you want to hear some local news from our beautiful town of Slide Rock, Colorado? Certainly. Uh, tragedy today, as the rocks have been sliding... We've had three separate sliding rocks come down on the road. Damn. But they've been removed and turned into public art sculptures. That's good. Two of them aren't very good, but one of them is. (laughs) At least by my judgment. One of them's really creative. Uh, They got really eccentric with the spray paint the other two are a bit more liminal i think they could have tried i I don't know the passion's not there liminal it's a like it's a rock though yeah i don't know i just feel like all rocks are kind of liminal nah what What about like geodes and minerals and all them sparkly ones i guess so yeah Oh, and not... spiders. I don't Big really know spider week. Would... Oh. In Slide Rock. Yeah, no, I can attest to that. How many spiders have you had, like, within the past oh. day? Uh, past 24 hours, like, seven. Mm. Mm. I'd say my number's around five or so. Five? Okay. Which is not what, as impressive. What kind of spiders are you getting? Five um, spiders in your vehicle. 
Yeah. Is that why you can't if, go you back know, to your house right now? Is why there's too many spiders there? Too many spiders, dude. I woke up this morning and went down to the kitchen, and there was just a, a giant spider sitting at my table when he offered me some fucking <laughs> pour-over coffee. And I said, no, thank you, and went to my car. And that's why I'm here now, actually. <laughs> yeah, I went down to my kitchen this morning, and there, there wasn't one big spider, but just many regular-sized spiders, but they were cooking breakfast. Mm. French toast. Like that one eggs. The, um, this is giving me flashbacks to the film The House, that like horror anthology series, and the one story about the guy with all the bugs. And oh how yeah. They just like there's the two kind of bug people that just kind of move into his place. Yeah. No, that not that is what's been happening. That's what's been happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Two strangers Almost rolled exact. into town, and the spiders followed. Yeah, we have two big spiders disguised as regular ass people who have just been crashing everybody's pad. And they think they they think they're like smooth, like they think we haven't noticed, but we definitely have. Yeah. Like, oh well. I saw one at the at the supermarket yesterday at the Kroger. <laughs> at the Kroger. Uh, <laughs> and, um, at the city market. That's the Kroger stores up here in the Rockies. Um, and Do they not have, I guess, yeah. Well, I mean, down in Denver, it's like King Supers, but up in the Rockies, it's City Market. Oh, speaking of, some, some real deal news. Did you know that Kroger's buying out Safeway? No. Yes, yeah, so all the Safeways are going to turn into King Supers. Huh. Interesting. But anyways, yeah, so I was at the Kroger City Market next to the line, and he, one of the spider people came up to me and wanted some gum and Tic Tacs, <laughs> presumably to get the disgusting smell of uh, large insect corpses off of their breath. Um, and so he, like, poked me uh, with his one of his many fingers and asked... And just sort of made a like a, a gesture, and I said, "What do you want?" And he made some vague spider noises at me, and I, I just, I, I, I knew it. I knew it right then and there. I was like, "This is not a real person. This is a spider person." This is a spider person. And clocked it immediately. <laughs> if you ever seen I a spider imagine. person, you know. I feel that. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of spider Watch people, out for the spiders, kids. Uh, on a completely different note, what do you got? Uh, what's the internet news? Internet reportation. Honestly, this doesn't really have much to do with spiders, but it is maybe just as scary. Oh. Well, who knows? The title of this one, originally posted in, let's see. On the 21st of June, 2014. It's under nice. the crew gigs category, which I'm not sure I would agree with that. From the San Francisco Bay Area. We get a lot of these from San Francisco. I'm not sure what's going on in San Francisco that makes people so desperate to post crazy shit on Craigslist. <laughs> um, but this one is titled, Convince My Wife She Is On A Reality Show About Food Safety. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> it's a tall task. Forty-five in the morning. All right. My wife is terribly dangerous in the kitchen. She cross-contaminates raw meat with other things constantly, takes dirty knives out of the sink to cut fruit for our children, refuses to watch produce from our urban garden or the grocery store bought serving it, and refuses to use any kind of covering on food that is placed in the refrigerator. She has no oh. normal sense of what is safe or appropriate. That is a lot of offenses right there, I have to say. I had a I had a roommate once that would just put stuff in the fridge and not cover it. Really? Yeah. Like I, I guess I'd never heard of that a Tupperware. Why you would do that? Well, it's like they would like be done like cooking like you know pasta or something in a bowl, and instead of you know take or like instead of taking the pot off of the stove and taking the pasta out of the pot and putting it in a Tupperware, they would just put the whole pot of pasta uncovered into the refrigerator. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. I is this the one I met or the one I didn't meet? This is the one you met. Oh. Disappointment. Yeah, rough times. Anyways, yeah. is that it? I assume no, that's it. no, that I'd be hilarious if that was it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just to me, I think the worst part of this one is the taking dirty knives out of the sink to cut fruit for kids. Oh, yeah. Like, if you're not washing it first, at the very least. Like, not washing produce, sure, whatever. You might get, like, an extra spider in your zucchini. I don't know. Yeah, but, like extra dirt in your lettuce. Like, yeah, like, I don't, that's not gonna, like, kill you. Cross-contaminating raw meat, definitely not good. But, like, the dirty, there's something very viscerally, like, imagine using, like, a dirty knife for, like, that you used for, like, peanut butter to then cut, like, an apple for yourself. That would just be, like, after it's been in the, like, sink and it's probably gotten, like, wet and whatever, I just... That's how they make new diseases at the disease factory. You know how, like, back in the day, they were, like, everybody's getting... A, a disease oh well everybody's getting water from the one well it's like oh everybody's getting a disease everybody's also using the peanut butter knife that has not been cleaned in seven years like <laughs> <laughs> this is the modern day version of that yeah while i've tried to point out to her that this is all extremely dangerous dangerous she one is strong-willed and absolutely convinced that these things are not problems Two, notes that her mother does the same stuff and that she was trained in lab work by a noble lauderate? And there's like an exclamation point, question mark, and parentheses after that one. A noble lauderate? I don't really know what this word is. Noble? L-A-U-R-E-A-T-E? Nobel laureate. Like someone who's been offered a Nobel Prize. Well, there we go. A Nobel laureate. That's apparently I don't know much about Nobel Prize work. Damn. Um, and then three, believes she does not get sick, and when she does, blames anything or anyone else. Classic. As such, I would like to enlist someone's help to assemble and lead a team to convince my wife that she is on a reality show about dangerous kitchen behavior. Title of the show, To Be Determined. 
You and I will work together to plan a script and you will produce. <laughs> That's, by the way, as somebody who goes to school uh, for, for film type thingies, I, the, the sentence, I will write the script and you will produce it has to be like, like fucking everybody says that, huh? Like, mm -hmm. like, listen, I'm going to make the script. I'm going to do the writing part. You're going to do the rest, friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know for sure. I'm imagining that it goes something like this. Oof, this is, this is like a script script. It's not written like one though. One weekend morning, there's a knock at the door. Your mm -hmm. team comes in, perhaps a host, a doctor, a scientist, and a cleaning expert, along with an authentic-looking shooting crew, at least two professional-looking cameras, a sound person, a director, and lighting person. I don't really know how this person thinks shows get made, but whatever. It's worth a shot. Two professional-looking cameras. Actually, I guess that's... That makes sense. You ambush her and tell her that she's on a reality television show about the world's most dangerous cooks or whatever. That you've been secretly filming her in the kitchen for the past month. You know how this part goes. Then you show her the secret footage, which I have captured and which you will have edited. <laughs> I hate... The, the problem with this premise is that, like, it's not really convincing her. It's like, this. they basically have made a show at this point. Like, if you've been <laughs> capturing footage and editing it, then you basically have made a show about your wife's bad cooking. Yeah, that's more, that's more <laughs> authentic than not at that point. Yeah, like, this honestly isn't much of a lie at this point. Like, if you've been editing footage, that's... Like, it's not really a show show, but, like, that's a show. That's, like, a YouTube channel, at least. <laughs> the scientist, doctor, and cleaning person should all say appropriate reality show things. Like, in my entire career, I've never seen anything this dangerous, etc. All reality show cliches welcome. <laughs> I really... They're, like, trying to doctor Phil this woman. But without <laughs> Phil... <laughs> Like, I, really I just imagine like, all the orchestra stings and like... Oh, for sure. Then you will stage some kind of intervention in the kitchen, showing and filming how to clean with soap and water and how to wash a cutting board after cutting raw chicken, etc. This is so extreme. Like, I know that, that this goes without saying, but like, <laughs> you could maybe just like get her mom to tell her. Like, you know? Yeah, why don't you just get, get or just tell her yourself? Well, apparently she doesn't listen to to her partner at all oh, whenever they listen. tell her that she's doing this poorly. Um then you will leave telling her that the episode is not yet scheduled to air but probably sometime next year. There will be no reveal. You will not tell her that this was fake and I will not tell her that this was fake ever. You will be waiting for it to air for a year or so, and then we will conclude the show didn't get picked up, etc. My hope is that my leaving it all hanging, that, it, that, yeah, that my leaving it all hanging, the impact on her behavior will be more severe. 
the ideal candidate will have some film slash TV experience, access to friends who can play these parts, and ideally access to camera slash lighting equipment for free or cheap to reduce the cost of this endeavor. Note that one note that none of this equipment needs to be functional. <laughs> there is no need to record any of this. Except for the parts that they have already recorded, of course. Yeah, except for the parts that they are already going to record. Which they never said that that's like how they're going to do this, like on their iPhone. To apply, please send a brief treatment of your vision for this production and how you would staff and execute it, along with an initial rough budget. I will select the top proposals for in-person discussions. I look forward to working with you. And I thank you in advance for helping to protect my family from foodborne illnesses and pesticides. What channel do you think this is on? Um, Food Network, right? I, mean, I don't food know. Food Network's what is... obvious, but also maybe like History Channel. <laughs> <laughs> Why would this? If the History Channel did this, it would have at least six, like six aliens in it or something. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the History Channel is not. Maybe well, the maybe the partner's an alien. Ooh, that's maybe. the twist. Oh, true. Or like, I feel like um, <laughs> if it was on the History Channel, it would have like a narrator going like, "This woman's actions are directly tied to pre-germ theory standards of existence." Like, <laughs> like. <laughs> have like the loosest connection to like it would be titled something like when we don't catch up to the science or something like that yeah it would be like a showcase of people who are still living as if they are in like medieval times yeah like that would be like the very loose connection to his yeah like everybody on my freshman college dorm (laughs) or it would just be on like tlc right oh yeah no tlc because, I, I mean, TLC does anything. Yeah. I forget. Did I ever tell you that someone in my freshman college dorm got scarlet fever? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool as fuck. That's cool. <laughs> How did they manage that? I don't know. Presumably because my, my college freshman dorm at the University of Denver was a, at medieval levels of sanitation. I, you know what, I say that, but, like, some of the nasty shit I've seen in the bathroom in my college dorms, like, just, like, you walk in and there's just blood on the floor. Mm. Like, just, or there's this thing that, where people will wash their faces, but not, like, like, wipe up the water after they've been washing their face. I don't know why this is, like, a hard concept for people to understand that like if you wash your face or if you do anything at the sink really just wipe up the water afterwards you know Mm. but like no these people don't do that so you'll just be like leaning over the sink and then all of a sudden you'll look at your shirt and just like half of it will be saturated with water Mm. like it gets me every time too so it's just yeah well it got me every time i guess but yeah it's just like it's a very fascinating thing, what some people will do. Like, there was once a Tupperware that was left out for weeks. Literally weeks. And it had, like, it was definitely, like, a Tupperware that was used for pasta. 
Because you know how, like, when you put pasta in a Tupperware, it's like, that's kind of a motherfucker to clean. Yeah, it gets that red stained to it. Yeah, it's got the red stain. It gets all the, like, little pasta bits on it. Like Unless you got a dishwasher, it's it's really hard to get it all out. Yeah, so they left this thing to, quote-unquote, soak. But, like, they left it for, like, weeks upon weeks. That thing probably had a whole new culture in it by the time that we eventually just threw it out. I put, like, a little sticky note on it that said, like, clean me. Didn't make a lick of a difference. Nobody gave a shit. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It was... I, I don't know. People are just gross and nasty. Like, I... Yeah. Yeah, clean your dishes, people. Um, For the love of God, please clean your dishes. If you're the roommate who doesn't clean your dishes, you're a burden on this world. You're a burden on this world. It's not that hard. I hate to tell you, but you're the butt of a story for like 8,000 different people. Like, like, that's like the most common thing people complain about with roommates is the not cleaning of the dishes. And you are the one who's perpetuating that. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, is that the, so is that the end of the Craigie? Yeah, that is the end of the Craigie. Oh, wow. Okay. So we've identified, I mean, obviously, Food Network's an easy one. If it's on Food Network, you gotta get Guy Fieri in on this Yeah, project. does he still do stuff for Food Network? He does. I don't he does still do know. Stuff. He, has a, he has, like, a, a food-themed game show now. <laughs> you know what? That doesn't surprise me, actually. That sounds um, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um I think I mean history if you're putting it on History Channel, you'll you'll have the easiest time getting fake like doctors and stuff. That is true. That's true. Cause they kinda do do you this is a Do you remember the time that Animal Planet made like straight up fake documentaries? I thought that's just sort of what they did now anyways. No, no. Well, I mean, yeah, I know that they do that. But, like, but like the time when they made a whole documentary series about, like, mermaids and this guy, I remember it vividly. There was a documentary series that Animal Planet made, and it was about... They did one about, like, a speculative one about, like, oh, how would have dragons existed or something like that. And that one, they mm-hmm. were very clear that it was, like, a speculative thing like they were like oh here's how they maybe would have evolved or whatever like very very Mm -hmm. like like it definitely wasn't full of anything true but like they kind of let you know like me as a dumbass kid still thought it was real but like if you were an adult who was paying attention you probably would have been like oh okay this is fake but this one like animal plant documentary it was like a whole story this thing had a narrative where they talked about this guy who had footage of like a real life mermaid and like the government was like shadow banning him and like making sure none of his work could get out there so he went to animal planet of all places (laughs) to share this like groundbreaking discovery and, like, they had, like, a whole segment on, like, here's how people evolved, and here's what they would look like, and here's, like, my footage that I got of them. It was very well done, in, in my opinion, but I was also maybe 12, so <laughs> I haven't gone back and rewatched it since. But, like, it was definitely, like, 
it, it was very much like a conspiracy theory type thing. And it was very well done. And it certainly tricked me. And I've talked to other people since growing up who have like attested to being like, yeah, I watched this as a kid and like was 100% convinced. Like even if it was for like a week, like they were like, yeah, oh shit, this is real. <laughs> and that's why you gotta that. be careful what your kids watch, parents. Yeah, I gotta be careful what your kids watch or else they'll think mermaids can be real. Or they'll think mermaids can't Mermaid. be black. Oh. <laughs> that's right. I'm taking pot shots at race. Don't let your kid mermaids. watch Steven Crowder. They'll think mermaids can't be black. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Unfortunate. Yeah. No, but and this guy has been involved. The guy who played the quote unquote scientist in the Animal Planet thing has been apparently. I think there's a channel called uh, Billiam that made a video on this, which like unearthed this memory for me. But like oh, the yeah. guy, he found out that the guy who did this like video or this thing, he's been like in a few other like as an actor. Like this is his niche. He plays like unfiction scientist type who has big discovery like <laughs> like he's done it in a few different shows yeah. but all like trying to convince you that he's a real person and like I really want to meet him like that would be like a life goal I would want to achieve because I just really wonder how he views his own like filmography like very obviously I don't think he believes in any of it but like I just I want to know how he got there yeah. And what he it, stayed what, what, there. You know, uh, <laughs> right, it's the Anton Chigurh thing, right? Every every step, you, every action you've taken your entire life leads you up to exactly where you are. What Exactly. What exact series of steps took place to make this man the To make guy? this man the conspiracy theory, like, nut job type actor like that's like it's not even like that's who he is that's just like it's his typecast it's just his typecast like people look at him and they go yeah you would lie to me like (laughs) (laughs) clock you as a grifter immediately yeah i just that seems like such a wild thing and like i don't know who knows? I'm going to have to do, like, now that I've talked about it, I'm going to have to do, like, a deep dive and figure out, like, where he is now and if he's been working on anything recently. I need to figure out what his name is. I didn't come into this with enough research. That's all right. Maybe we can ask uh, Poby about it. That's true. Does Poby believe in uh, mermaids? Well, so I, I brought up Poby's interface. Um to which Poby immediately said that he went to, uh, they went to get their flu shot today. Uh, oh, good for good on you, Poby, because I haven't done that. I need to do that. Um, but <laughs> I ignored that and said, "Have you ever seen a mermaid?" <laughs> um, <laughs> to which Poby replied, "No, I haven't, but that's a good idea for the next shot. How about you? Seen any mermaids lately?" <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, wait, huh? But you gotta get your mermaid shot. Inoculate yourself against mermaids. <laughs> this is the future the liberals want. 
<laughs> You're injecting us with mermaid DNA now. Do you remember that show? Probably not. Do you remember H2O Go? Animorphs? Oh, H2O Go? Oh, uh, like the kids show? The kids show where it was like a bunch of Australian kids and they all like, well, I think maybe maybe just one of them was Australian. I don't remember. But it was like, <laughs> oh, if you like add water to them, they turn into mermaids. So it's like, oh no, like I stepped in a puddle. I'm turning into a mermaid now. And they were like trying to get yeah. like a secret. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta get their mermaid shots. I, I had a bit of a thing as a kid, and I was also convinced I was a mermaid from H2O. I Like, deep down in my heart, I knew it was never true, but me and my friend definitely pretended that it was true for a time. Yeah. I'm gonna ask Kobe what uh, they think mermaids look like. That's true. I hope he says, like, a manatee. They probably have legs since they're half human. This shot is making me feel oh, funny, take, though. Actually, <laughs> hot take. <laughs> the human part is the legs. Kobe so like goes for that reverse mermaid look, where it's got like the fish face and head and fish body, head. but like the human legs. <laughs> have you ever seen one of those? The like artist renditions of a reverse mermaid. Uh, no, I haven't. I mean, I can no, picture really, it in my you head. You should look it up. Yeah, you should look it up. They're funny. I'm gonna. Or maybe insist he just that... thinks that they all look like the monster from the Black Lagoon. <laughs> like the monster from the Black Lagoon. Yeah. Well, because he just says, "Oh, well, they probably have legs." Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see if this is what Poby's thinking about. Okay, Poby says, ah, the memory is coming back to me now. I had one of those when I was little. It was horrible. My dad didn't give me a choice on this one either. Poby was forced into mermaid ownership. What? <laughs> By his dad. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> the one about Poby, like, gets so insanely... Like, apparently Poby's dad works for NASA. Poby <laughs> knows about the car crash of the Earth. And they were given a mermaid to take care of as a kid. I, I, I guess I like the Black Lagoon monster. A, a black... They were given a shape of water fish man to take care of as a kid. By their NASA dad after they learned about the space crash. <laughs> like, I also like that we have evidently unearthed this memory for Pokemon. Yeah, this like, was a. We forgot about the fish man he had to take care of as a child. Right, until... I said, you had a you had a black lagoon monster, and Poby said, "Yes, it was pretty scary, but not as scary as the monster in Piedras Blancas from 1959." Hold on now. Now we gotta look up the monster from Pietras Blancas. Yeah, what? <laughs> Throwing cr these crazy movie references at me now, Poby. What the heck? Pietras Blanca? I've never heard of that. 1959? Oh, it's like another fish guy. <laughs> Is he scary? Uh, no. I mean, these are balls. <laughs> Wait. Here he is sort of T-posing with a human head. Here, let me, let me send this to you. Oh, wait. He's kind of... Oh. I, he's kind of scary. He's kind of scary. I. He's got that kind of weird face. 
Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, okay. No, I legit. That's a little bit freaky. Bit freaky. The human head thing. Monsters from the Black Lagoon. He looks like the monster from the Black R- Lagoon, but with a few more. I mean, he's got a lot of like very large scales going on. Yeah. And he's got a bit of a, I don't know how to describe it, like a pig face sort of. He yeah, looks it's like, like a those um, fish face. Like you know, uh, in Star Wars, there's a. Uh... <sighs> there's those like pig men guards. Mm-hmm. He kind of looks like one of those, but, like, combined with the monster from the Black Lagoon. does look kind of like he that. He certainly does love a good old human head, though. He does. That must be his thing. I, it <laughs> seems that I he's fallen this... in love with it. I know, there's this one picture where he's, like, cradling it a little bit. Yeah, there's a lot of pictures of him kind of cradling it. It looks like, what have I done? So, he looks very bummed about beheading <laughs> this woman I think he might have loved. That's brutal. Must be like interesting. Well, I, I I said I've never seen that movie, and then uh, Poby said after this flu shot, I'm going to take a nap. Maybe that will help with my headache. So I think Poby needs a break. <laughs> Poby's a little bit done. <laughs> that, that flu shot it seems was like Poby's a little out. out of it today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Poby monsters. Speaking of monsters, this is actually a pretty good segue, in my opinion. Like, this is maybe a better segue than I could have asked for or <laughs> manipulated on my own. Um, well, maybe. Have you heard of the Moss Man? The or Moss the Paramalfit? Also, we're going into Cryptid Watch. If you're new. Oh, yeah. Sorry. This is Cryptid Watch. It's about it's the cryptids, where we talk about cryptids. Um, and we make you more aware of cryptids in your local, maybe not local area. I don't know. I don't know where you live. Um, yeah. So Moss Man, huh? Moss Man. Um. I mean, I know that was one of the panels at the Cuyahoga Cryptid Convention, but honestly, I thought that was a typo. And also, I didn't go to it. It sounds like you did. <laughs> I, I got all of that Moss Man knowledge. Um. So, this is, by the way, apparently he's also called the Paramalfit. And Whoa. by, I, I don't really know how you just, like, it says P-E-R-E-M-A-L-F-A-I-T. So, Paramalfiot? Paramalfit? I don't know. Is it from it's Europe? Been, nope, it's from, you guessed it, Florida. No. Um. I'm going to send you some pictures of this guy, because I, I actually quite like his vibe. Okay. Um, I mean, he's pretty much exactly what you would maybe expect out of something called the Moss Man. It um, sounds like a man covered in moss to me. Oh, yeah. He, so he is. He's pretty much just a man covered in moss. I like his shades. Um, yeah, I, I don't really... This is like a construction of some kind that somebody has made of him. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think this is the man, the myth, the legend himself. Uh, and they put the red shades on it. There's also this artist's rendition of him, which is a bit more ghoulish, a little more spooky. Ooh, yeah. Um, Still with the red eye. There's some, I think there's maybe like a movie that has him in it or something. Because he's oh. a, what looks like a still from a movie. 
Whoa. Love that Yeah, one. he does. He looks pretty freakish. And I am not a fan of Amphibia. Well, I'm not, I'm not not a fan. I don't like dislike Amphibia. I just haven't watched it. Oh, the show? Um, it's a good show. But, I don't know. Supposedly, there's a Moss Man in Amphibia as well. There is I don't a know Moss if there's Man any. Amphibia. I don't know if there's any like correlation between this Moss Man and the Moss Man of Florida, but who knows? It's <laughs> I will. I could wish. Inspired. Um, yeah. So this is a. It's described as a large humanoid entity covered in green moss or foliage. Its eyes are an amber in color and shine in the night, giving it an eerie stare. It is possible mm-hmm. it grew moss like appendix appendices to blend in with its surroundings to hunt better and or stay hidden it is described to be around six to seven point five feet tall Ooh. and to be around 200 to 450 pounds mm-hmm. which by the way is a huge gap like 200 to 450 depends on how much moss is carrying <laughs> yeah maybe he like <laughs> maybe he has like a molting period where he like he has to prune all of his moss or something. Sheds all of the moss. And then he's back down to 200. I don't know. Seems like... Seems like a very big... Gap. Um, it does. By the way, I do want to... For the people... I, I use the cryptid wiki a lot. And not that I really ever anticipate that anybody would give me flack for using the cryptid wiki. <laughs> I don't know. I've also been using the obscure and the obscure and legends wiki a little bit, mm-hmm. or the oh obscure urban legends wiki. Sorry, obscure urban. Um, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> they put it all as one word on the top. Anyway, um, the obscure urban legends wiki. I know that these are subject to change by literally anybody, and I know that people could be lying on. We're here to have fun. Yeah. Come on. People lie on the internet all the time. Yeah. People lie not on the internet all the time. I like to tell lies every day. Um, that's, that's not true. Um. I lied to that Spider-Man and didn't, said I didn't know what a Tic Tac was. I knew. That's true. I was aware. Is he still in your house? Do you think he's listening through the wall being like, (gasps) No, he doesn't live here. Bitch. (laughs) 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 <laughs> he knew what a tic tac was <laughs> anyway sightings the moss man was first spotted in seven in in 1978 sorry that was almost a very different year in 1978 by a couple who were enjoying their time on a beach at first they noticed a first of all beach weird place for a moss man to be i don't know much yeah, about florida but it feels like he'd be more of a swamp kind of dude. I don't I know. I mean, I'd... maybe it was a beach, sweet swamp beach. Maybe. A mangrove? <laughs> I think it's the word for that. Anyway, uh... at first they noticed a human-shaped figure in a raincoat lying down by the rocks near the coastline. They did not... They did not take much notice of it until it stood up and stared at the couple with its shining red eyes. The couple noticed that they were that they had noticed then that they had believed to be a raincoat. Sorry, that's this sentence is written like pain. 
The couple noticed then that what they had believed to be a raincoat was actually a layer of green leafy foliage attached to its skin. The couple scrambled to their feet and ran away. Later, all that remained of was a bit of Spanish moss. Mm-hmm. From this moment, the legend of the moss man was born. In the next two years, it was spotted on several occasions. People reported seeing its moss-covered head appear out of the foggy mist from the ocean. It was seen at Red Reef Park, West Palm Beach, Hillsborough Beach, and Hillsborough Beach. Yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. Some say it was a humanoid creature, while others say it was more of a ghost-like feature. Ooh. The closest encounter of the Mossman happened in 1980. An elderly couple were having a quiet stroll late one evening in Red Reef Park. Red Reef Park is a 67-acre coast park built for environmental education purposes and features a 20-acre nature center. Once their quest and... Oh, what? Sorry. <laughs> I just, like, stroked out reading that. Upon their quiet and pleasant stroll, the woman <laughs> noticed a green... I don't know where I got quested at all. Like, sorry. I literally was not reading the sentence at all. My brain went on autopilot. I'm, I'm, um, now, I'm now picturing they were LARPing. Yeah, they were, they were in, like, Zelda and Link cosplay. Yeah. In 1980. Upon their quiet and pleasant stroll, the woman noticed a green shroud hidden amongst the foliage. She leaned forward to get a closer look at what she had thought was one of the birds, okay, <laughs> and then got quite the shock of her life when the creature spun around and locked gaze with its amber's eyes. The elderly couple ran off as their legs, as fast as their legs could carry them. They reported the sighting, but at the time the creature had run away explanations do you want to hear the explanations uh sure okay a veteran ranger at red reef park site site of the horrifying encounter in 1980 shared his own theory of the moss man to greg jenkins the best name in the world a young man on summer break from military (laughs) school took a great interest in solving the mystery of the florida moss man Honestly, it's probably just some dude, but whatever. According to the yeah. writer, the demon-eyed monster, <laughs> knowing Florida men, <laughs> according to the ranger, the demon-eyed monster is a result of an... God damn it. <laughs> Good. Take a shot. Ancient Native American curse dating back many hundreds of years. Oh, Take nice. a fucking shot. Cross it off Take the a fucking shot. We... we got the bingo card of course they don't list any actual tribes they don't list any actual history it's anyway actually it has some very very small specifics after the invasion of the spanish conquistadors in the 1500s one spaniard kidnapped and mm, did some things to a native american princess before killing her anyway Mm. horrifyingly enough for reasons unknown the man tied her head to a tree gross the princess's long hair from her severed head took root in the tree and over time her spirit became infused with all plant life in the area this is a moss woman woman. what i saw explanations i thought this was going to be hoaxes but whatever like (laughs) okay the vegetation using the spiritual power of the long-dead princess drove the Spanish out of the region. Inspired by the story of the princess and the bloody tale of her revenge, a Florida witch doctor what? what? brought to life Okay, then. Wait, this took a turn. A Florida witch doctor brought to life a terrible creature made of seaweed. 
to seek out any remaining Spaniards and kill them. It could also be a Bigfoot or other ape-like creature, potentially covered in some sort of moss or green fur. Others believe it could be a swaying plant or something similar. (laughs) Or it's literally just moss. Well, that's there's certainly a breadth of explanations there. I'm surprised that that's a lot of. Well, one of those is kind of a lore. One of those is like, oh, it's a story, and then that inspired a different person to make their own monster. Mm Hmm. Um. I'm surprised that guy covered in moss didn't come up. (laughs) Yeah. When I saw the explanations, I thought it was going to be lame because I thought it was just going to be like, oh, it's probably a dude in a costume, guys, or something. But like, nope. We got, we got like gross kind of racist story and, um, and like, oh, it's maybe Sasquatch. (laughs) So (laughs) that's interesting. That is interesting. That one concerning the witch doctor reminds me. I read an article this week. Uh, apparently, back in the 1940s, a the then uh, now Cleveland Guardians, then Cleveland uh, Indians. Uh, they had just lost the World Series, right? And apparently, one of the players that they didn't re-sign put a curse on the team. So then later, in the 1980s, the <laughs> because they were bad for a really long time and it continued to be bad, someone who worked for the Cleveland baseball team went around the Cleveland area trying to find a witch who would lift the curse. <sighs> from the baseball team. And he found them. And they did. Did it help? He didn't get better. Damn. It it came out, I think, later on that the whole curse thing being put on them in the first place was a hoax. So. Crazy. That that reminded me of that. And that's why baseball is my favorite sport. (laughs) (laughs) um that's fair enough have do you want to know my own personal theory what's your theory what's your what's your theory there's a film called creep show yeah um based off of like creep show like the comics i think and there is a it's like a horror anthology series it's kind of old um Mm -hmm. and it just has like a bunch of I think maybe they remade it in 2019 but like whatever the original is the best part and there's like a whole one of the stories is about like a dude transforming into moss okay um and like I don't know it's some sort of like there's like a comet and he finds it and he transforms into moss this dude who plays the Moss Man in the show, or in the the movie, film, movie, mm-hmm. film, um, is none other than Stephen King himself. Whoa. Yeah, I'm going to send you a picture of this. Um, but yeah, 
apparently Stephen King uh, played the a, a moss man in this. And, like, basically the end of the story is that, like, he turns into moss and ends up killing himself because he's what? a moss man now. And he's sad after I'm touching, like, moss. a radioactive comet or whatever. When did um, this come out? The film? Yeah. <laughs> um, 1982. Oh. So okay. here's my theory. Stephen King is the Moss Man. Ooh. He got in the costume because the one of the sightings was in 1980. I I'm not gonna explain the 1978 one. You can forget about that shit. Um, <laughs> didn't happen. Retcon. Didn't happen. Doesn't. It doesn't fit my narrative, so I'm gonna pretend it didn't happen. Mm. Um. <laughs> Journalism. Stephen King got trapped in the Moss Man costume. I guess the sighting in 1980 also happened before the film but let's just say this thing was in production hell for a long time yeah in production hell yeah it was filmed in like 1970 1978 Stephen King became the Moss Man put on the whole Moss outfit became Moss Boy and then he (laughs) stuck in the Moss Man outfit and then like the Avril Lavigne you know, like, how people, like, think that she got replaced with, like, another person who was, like, a lookalike? Yeah. They have Stephen King's Stephen King, or oh. Avril Lavigne Stephen King, and there's now a new Stephen King, and they, the true, the original Stephen King is still trapped in the Mossman mm-hmm. fit, running around Florida, trying to... It's like that episode of Over the Garden Wall where the guy <laughs> is, like, trapped in the ape costume. But now it's Stephen King and he's a moss. And he's running around like, somebody help me, help get it off. I don't know how he sounds. And <laughs> everybody's too f- scared of his moss man face and his moss man glowing red eyes to help him. Well, in that case, instead of calling him moss man, should we call him moss king? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, that would be more accurate. He is the moss king. He's precisely moss king. Get it, Moss King. Yeah. Get it, Moss King. He's like suffering. He's like, please. Jog, Moss King. Jog, Moss King. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's a good theory. We'll roll with that. That's theory. my own personal theory about and explanation. I don't know. Stephen King, well, even the, the one who would, could comment on it now would probably deny it because he's the replacement of course he's in on it if, so. if, 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 if anyone knew about moss king there'd be pandemonium. yeah for sure there would be pandemonium listen we're the truthers <laughs> 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 we know the truth about the moss king and the production of creep show and the moss man of florida and we urge you to, if anybody, the next time somebody sees the Moss Man, please help him out. Free Stephen King. <laughs> this is the free king. Together we can be the Hollywood king. cabal and Moss King will rise again. Exactly. <laughs> on, that, on that note, uh, this seems like all the time we have for today. I think that's a good natural conclusion to life. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Thank you to Carthage for the song at the beginning and end of the show. 
You can find him on Instagram at the 28th waffle. <clears throat> it's like waffle. The, yeah. Yeah. And waffle. if you liked it, tell a friend. Uh, if, you know, we broadcast in Slide Rock, but if you're outside of Slide Rock, thank you for joining us as well. And we'll see you yeah. next week. Pending we'll see y'all. further spidery disaster. Yeah. Let me know if you find Stephen King out there, kids. Yeah. Long live the, the greatest cryptid, The greatest cryptid of them all. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, on that note, keep your head up and watch out for that bolter. Ciao.